BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm going to take my hat off. Head sweating. Lovely. And in non-based hat news... Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and documentaries that some listeners may find offensive. I forgot that we were actually recording that at the start. And Did I you can't actually... wait for that to be in... Well, I was kind of saying something when you first record, and I can't wait for that to be an end slate or just blatantly left in. Good, because it was... Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves, and Selena. Every week, bringing some much needed balance and humor to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark, disabled world. Hello, it's T. I was also thinking of doing a Taylor Swift thing because. Anyway, hello, welcome to Seesaw Podcast. This has been a very mixed start. Yes, it has been mm-hmm. a mixed start. What sounds good in your head isn't necessarily what actually sounds good. Uh, so it's a podcast in your sweaty weapon. head. Sure, is it? <laughs> it's sweaty. It's, no, it was starting to sweat. It isn't. Oh, I'm sweaty. sorry. No, that, there's a difference. Your moist head. It's not even moist, really. If, if anything, it was chafing my ears more than anything. Right. Because a, a burgundy beanie hat is what I was wearing. Uh, what else I'm wearing? A gilet. Grey jeans mm. and a blue knitted jumper. I felt like Selena had, had something to say about that, and then uh, uh, no, no, I'm just that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Your silence judges all. Thank you, Selena, for not persecuting me for what I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm just worried about getting to me because I'm in the same old. Lilo and Stitch pyjamas, but I was in Primark today thinking I should buy some new pyjamas just for the podcast, <laughs> but I didn't. Cool story, bro. Please, how are you and what are you wearing? Fine. Blue jeans, white Volcom t-shirt. It's a white t-shirt. It's got like a little stone diamond thing on the front, Volcom labelled. That's it. Before we move on to today's topic, so I don't have any quick blind news. Does anyone else have any? It's more like quick blind friend news. <laughs> person that i work with he has a son he's got a chondroplasia so he's trying to raise money for dwarf sports uk and he's trying to get his son to go to the dwarfs world sports in cologne so he's doing a sponsored walk on the 30th of april uh it's a kilt walk it's a 14 mile walk from glasgow to Loch lomond Loch lomond help me out here Loch lomond. anyway he's doing that the just given page will be in the show notes please give anything you can a pound two or five or whatever you can help that sports association out and help athletes actually get to 
dwarf world sports. Nice and this is, yeah. Another plug, Disability Expo. Get your free ticket at the link below. Myself and Selena will be there, as well as our guide dogs, Riley and Ted. Also, if you buy a ticket through our link, you get a free gift at the expo. Yeah. Come see us, get your free gift, but buy your ticket through our link. Do it, guys. And and they are free, um, even though purchase has been said that they, they are free. Yeah, free ticket, but free gift if you go through us. So let's move on to this week's instalment. This week, we are discussing a recent BBC documentary, which says documentary, and it is called Blind Faith. So if you want to watch this, it will be in the show notes. Uh, This is a documentary by a journalist called Ramadan Younes, and this is all about retinitis pigmentosa. Although I don't want to say any condition is common, it's one of the more frequent visual impairments out there. So there's a lot of research into it, and maybe that's where this documentary is sort of leaning into, um, as it's one of the more known uh, conditions. And this documentary is about fraudulent and fake treatments for RP, which are being offered to people around the world. So the first instance of this was uh, a doctor, Musalem, uh, who was practicing in Gaza and then Jerusalem. This doctor was charging 2000 American dollars to cure RP, essentially improve vision, stop the degeneration of the condition. And the way this was done is by administering vitamins and putting a device that he claims to invent, claims to have invented, which are basically goggles that go over the nose and vibrate the face. The idea behind this is oxygenating the eyes by getting the blood vessels to work better at the back of the retina, which will help to repair the rods and cones which cause the issues that come with RP. Initial thoughts on what we think of Mr. Vibration Face. Well, he's a bad man. Uh, my initial... <laughs> he's a bad man. <laughs> wow. I, I, I mean, you are right, Selena. It's not that you want to say some harsher words there. Every doctor or so-called doctor that they featured on this documentary are bad people. And I don't know, you've not asked this question, but I'm going to give my thoughts anyway of the, of the documentary on as a whole. It made me feel really ill. It's like this weird, queasy feeling. And I think it's mm. because I don't have RP, but I've obviously gone through sight loss. And I've been that person who's looked at trying to get a cure for my condition I've even got if I look back on my blog um from like 2008 2009 I've written on there about China saying they can do stem cells for my condition and I had all the printouts and everything of everything they're doing and the emails of them saying yes they can cure Nori disease I feel like I could have been one of those people that fallen for something like this and it just made me feel sick to the stomach but I could be taken easily taken in by something like this but even yeah, I feel like I don't think I could trust anyone anywhere ever yeah. again other than the NHS. Please, what was your initial thoughts on this this prick? Well, let me first say that I'm glad Selena finished the way she did because initially I thought it was just going to be a shameless plug for her own blog. <laughs> <laughs> Links in the show notes. <laughs> Dig through that. Secondly, I'd just like to say that the goggles do nothing. Here's the strange thing. I have RP. And yet, a cure has never bothered me, ever. I've not been a person that's ever looked for a cure, 
or even like follow news or anything like that, my perspective has always been just get on with my life. And if a legit cure does turn up, I'll probably hear about it. So when I watched this and I watched the eye vibrators, firstly, it looks ridiculous, even yeah. from like the little crappy sketches that they make, because they don't actually show the operation, the actual goggles in action, if you like. But it struck me initially that people are become quite desperate to yeah. cure their condition. Whereas from a person that's lived with RP for 25 years or so, I've never been that desperate. So I found it a little difficult to understand how people could get that desperate so quickly. Now, I appreciate that mine hasn't deteriorated, touch wood, as fast as a lot of other people's can. But I've more been a person that will make do with the site I've got and find workarounds to try and live my life without a cure as opposed to uh, putting my efforts into finding a cure for it. So I found that a little, I guess a little sad, to be honest. Here's another thing that I found. It really made RP to be quite a bleak disease during yeah, that. Uh, it did. And I really felt for you more. I felt like, oh, my God, I've just been going on there. You're not proper blind. And actually, <laughs> maybe I'm being too harsh. This looks horrific. No, what you're, you're not. Going through. You're absolutely, the thing is, you're not. <laughs> you, you're right. These people, I think, oversold it. I appreciate RP can come at different rates for different people. And it probably is bleaker for some people. But I think a lot of that is potentially down to their lifestyle. And like you say, T, it might be environmental factors where they live, all that kind of stuff, which makes their life harder because of the disease. Whereas I've lived in England for my entire life and maybe it's easier for me and maybe my condition hasn't deteriorated as quickly as other people's. The journalists themselves, before RP started to affect them, they were potentially going for the Egyptian national team in wrestling. And as soon as it got to a point where it was really bad, they completely quit and were like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm incapable of doing this. You don't lose everything at once with RP. As far as I'm aware and as far as I've lived, that's not how it works. It degenerates over time. And they say that on on the documentary. So it's not just a case of, oh, um, like he said on the documentary, I couldn't see very well in low lighting in a competition for, for wrestling. And I was like, well, okay, fine. But it doesn't mean you've lost all your sight at this point. You yeah. don't necessarily have to give it up. There was a featured doctor throughout this as well with the journalist named Dr. McLaren. Again, didn't get his first name. Um, and he was giving his, I can't remember what his role was, but very big in I, the... I think he went to sold him. I think he was a professor. I have got professor here, but I've also put doctor underneath in another paragraph. Oh. Um, it's the guy that was debunking other doctors. Yeah. So, like, how do we know that one doctor is more professional than another? They did read off like his credentials, like the guy, the guy from Gaza or whatever, read off his credentials. He had a whole wall full of them. Yeah, that's true. That is valid. What makes one doctor more credible than another? Maybe, maybe we'll cover that in a little bit. So, before we move on to the the next instance of this, the criticism of the old vibration goggles was Professor McLaren stated that vitamins would do absolutely nothing, and also said that oxygenating the blood vessels at the back of the eyes could actually be dangerous because unwell cells that would be in the rods and cones get worse with oxygenation. Like the, the constriction of the blood vessels is to stop the deterioration and essentially to promote that is not going to heal them, but rather accelerates the damage because you're oxygenating them a lot quicker. So let's move on to Russia. I believe it was the Fudov Hospital in Moscow Again, they were offering treatments to people suffering from RP. 
Ramadan went to Sudan because a lot of people who are like, Sudanese people will go to Russia for this treatment. Um, he couldn't get to Russia for obvious reasons. Again, the treatment was two thousand American dollars. I'm starting to see a trend with that. And essentially, the treatments were essentially vitamin injections into the eyes yearly. Yes, yearly. Mm. So, and unspecified medicine. It was vitamin injections into the eyes and medicine with a big question mark, which was never specified. No comments were gotten on this. Uh, they couldn't get any evidence of what this was. Oh, really? I thought it was like vitamin pills. Uh, they were given vitamin pills as well. Um, chatting to a representative in Sudan who basically was like the snake oil salesman, salesman for this, they said there was no side effects to this whatsoever, which is a red flag. Any doctor will tell you that there's there can be side effects. There's always risks to any sort of procedure. Professor McLaren said, uh, again, vitamins wouldn't do anything, um, so there's no point even bothering with that. And, of course, there's always going to be inherent risks to uh, injecting into the eyes. He questioned why it would need to be injected into the eyes. If it was a vitamin supplement, they could have taken it through tablet form. Yeah. Another thing that was mentioned is with the vitamins in uh, the vitamins and injections, for some variants, genetic variants of RP, vitamin A can be very dangerous and can actually accelerate the damage from the condition. And this hospital, this doctor, um, which I haven't got the doctor's name down here. Um, Jeff. Let's call him Jeff. Um, Jeff was not doing any genetic testing to check what genes were causing the RP. And there is one rare form of RP that vitamin A has a real negative effect on. So the treatment in Russia is absolutely legal. Like this, this was from a actual doctor practicing in the hospital. They actually investigated because a fellow Russian doctor said there's no way that this can be a thing. And they investigated. And of course, it absolutely is. It isn't a private practice or anything like that. It isn't a company. It is actually practicing out of a hospital which was completely baffling, especially when they spoke to staff in the hospital who said treatment does not work in the slightest. Whoa. How if, dare you say that about communists? I mean, eye treatment. Yeah. Uh, the staff also said in many cases, people would see um, a deterioration in sight because of this. So Russia, injecting into the eyes these vitamins. It's just sad, isn't it, that people have been put through these traumatic procedures for nothing and losing their money for nothing uh, it just must be so demoralizing for them i think and, it must be yeah. bad for people that have macular degeneration when they have to have injections in their eyes but mm. it's actually doing something doing it yeah. yeah yeah so yeah this is this is scary i mean please would you get injections into the eyes i would not want anything injected anywhere close to my eyes to be honest. <laughs> quite honestly botox scares me so a useless injection into my actual eyeball no thank you I was completely agree with that. I mean, I've had injections into my eyes and it's not pleasant. So, I, you know, I, again, I just feel so bad for these people that they've had to go through this. It sucks big time. It's crazy, especially how this isn't illegal in Russia. So, Well, it, we've learned that no no trial is illegal. I couldn't believe that come to the end of it. It's, yeah. Uh, what, what, you can do whatever trial, whatever you want. Any, yeah. Yeah. Also in the documentary, this was just sort of like on the on the pace of the documentary, but this is sort of an overarching thing. Uh, there is a drug called Luxstemma, 
which has been used for the treatment of RP to stop degeneration. It's only a legal one, isn't it? And it, it's yep. only it's only recognised one. It's only for this particular mm. strain yep. of RP. Yep, RP sixty five is the only gene that is affected by this trial, and you need to have a genetic test to see if this is something that can actually happen. Otherwise, like. It's, it's a very bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet MGM. Simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlay live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. A rare strain, but this is the only one that is legitimate. And maybe this is what's maybe fanning the flames of, oh, if there is one legitimate one, there must be others. There are legit RP trials going on, though, currently, that they've had, like, first in human trials on recently in mm. in, uh, in England. The work is being done, but I think that does muddy the waters a little bit when it comes to this sort of thing, because... How do you know which is the, you know, which trial is legitimate anymore? You just don't. And I would like to know, Cleves, do you know what strain of RP, what your mutation is for your genetic makeup? Do I fuck? I've not been to the hospital in years. They lost my so file. So you, you, you could have this RP65. That could be you and that could be a, well, not a cure, a help sitting right there waiting for you. Do you know what? There might be. And that's on me. I need to find that out. So before we go on to the juicy, juicy, juicy of Miami, the individual who was spotlighted for this from, from Sudan, who was going to Moscow for these injections, did three years. Their site got worse. It wasn't even that it didn't help. Their site got worse progressively. Okay, I'd just like to point this out. RP is degenerative. Regardless of what treatment you get, it's going to get worse. True. And although they didn't do a genetic test or anything like that, I would have personally been interested in the BBC perhaps paying for that individual to find out if they had the form of RP, which is particularly susceptible to the vitamin A impact but this is what annoys me about the documentary it's a little bit skewed in the fact that they're like oh it made my site worse did it or does it have literally zero effect and your rp is just naturally degenerated well we'll get into that side of things in miami so miami florida selena's favorite place across the pond (laughs) yes finally i've been to miami have you really yeah went for my 16th birthday at disney Wow, someone's rich. <laughs> no, not, not. That's Orlando. But I actually went to. I have been to Disney as well. But I actually went. That's not helping my goals. You're the rich girl music. <laughs> I tell you what, that's probably where she got those Lilo Stitch pajamas. Not only is they never washed, they're also like fucking sixteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> Ankles and like <laughs> wrists. I'm like, I will get into yeah, these Lilo pajamas. So, in Miami, Florida, there are two key names here, and I actually did get these names. You have Dr. Jeffrey 
Vice. Why there would be a Jeff somewhere down the line? Yep. My go-to name. Jeffrey Weiss or Vice, however you want to pronounce it. And Stephen Levy or Levi. I don't believe he wears jeans. Now, although we have had a trend of how much these treatments cost, yeah, go big in America. 20 grand this treatment costs. I will say that this is technically a clinical trial, although it is not advertised as one. It is on the government website, clinicaltrials.gov, but at no point do they refer to this as a trial. They refer to it as a treatment. So this is something that they're using to negate the Food and Drug Association, the FDA, who regulates all of this. It's a way they are getting around that system, putting it up as a trial, but very much practicing like it's a legitimate treatment. The way this works is they will do a bone marrow biopsy, Take that, they said for stem cells, I will have to consult an actual doctor on how many stem cells are in your bone marrow. Seven. I assume seven. And then they will then inject it into the eye. So bone marrow tissue into the eye. The way this is dressed up is stem cells are essentially like the, well, it was described as the Wild West but the, the common conception of stem cells are their cells. If you put them next to something, they will become that cell. This has not been proven. There's a lot of stem cell studies that are going on in all, all areas. But it's very much the Wild West. No one has any clue how these things work. Um, in fact, it was Professor McLaren who did say there is no proof that putting stem cells next to the rest of the cells would do anything. He said if it did, this would be the breakthrough of the last 50 years. It has to be done in different ways if we are using stem cells. So he said they're, they're geniuses if they, it is actually working, but he doubts it. Dr. Levy, I don't know why I'm calling them doctors, and I'll get to that in a second, um, was asked, is it safe? And he said, yep, but in the same way that planes are safe. So very, mm, okay. Planes are safe. Yeah, but people still die on planes. Yeah, stay- yeah, of course they do. But if you look at the amount of flights per day and the amount of planes that go down, it's a pretty... You've got more chance of being trampled by a donkey than you have dying on an air, air flight. But Professor McCavin also said no credible physician would say that it's safe. They say everything comes with inherent risks due to anesthesia, uh, side effects, unforeseen circumstances can come up. You would never say safe. You would say it would come with risks. So, of course, they asked other doctors as well. Uh, they all agreed that this was absolutely insane and like uh, it wouldn't work. Notable things about this. Dr. Levy, who was essentially the sales rep for this treatment, has had his medical license taken away from him in many states. Oh, he's just been revoked. He has had his license removed for fraudulent practice wow. and incompetence. It's also worth noting that Dr. Weiss, who is the surgeon in these instances, the National Ophthalmology Foundation or Association, I can't which one, but essentially when you're an ophthalmologist, the professional body you're attached to, have kicked him out for unfounded and dangerous practice. So he's not even recognised by his peers as being an ophthalmologist. They're also now practising in Dubai. So they are making money off of this. They've opened another practice. And much like with Russia, there is nothing that can be done about this as far as the federal government, because it is being advertised as a trial. There have been lawsuits, 
But unfortunately, the way, especially in uh, Florida, the way it works is firstly, they're very expensive to get any lawsuits started. And they did chat to a lawyer who's specialist in medical malpractice. And he basically said, you need to prove that your site was worsened by the condition and not by your condition. Very said, difficult when it's degenerative. That's what he said. He said, with RP, there is no way of proving that the condition didn't work or it made it worse. So that's Miami. I mean, this is the worst one by far. But what did we think of these bone-scooping witch doctors who can do this this amazing magic? I don't know how they sleep at night. I how imagine on a you... big pile of money. Oh, they just make your blood boil, don't they? Mm. How can there be such awful people out there preying on desperate people? But, you know, they're not the only one. This is just that we found out about RP. You know, when you hear about people raising money for cancer treatments and all that, there must be millions of other evil Knievels out there, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's opened yeah. my eyes. Uh, the journalist did actually approach them for comment. He basically... He pretended to be a patient and then was like, ha ha, pulled off like the, the mustache and fake nose and glasses and went, ah, I went for the BBC. Do you want to comment? And the letter they he got from Dr. Levy basically said he was a disgrace to his family and basically a scam artist himself. So, Cleves, would you put your bones in your eyes? Look, <laughs> this one you're going to say yes to. <laughs> Vitamins, no. Bones, hello. <laughs> Look, here's the biggest problem. The documentary was so dry that the, uh, probably by this point, I'd start to tune out. So commenting on the Miami part of the documentary, I'll be honest, I was looking at my phone a lot of the time. I think I was buying shit on Amazon. But from what I've been tuned into... I mean, I just summarised the whole fucking thing to you. Yeah, I know. And I'm glad you did because otherwise I'd be fucked. Yeah, it's bad. There's a lot of bad men out there to quote a co-host of mine. Is it Banks? I wouldn't put I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put boners in my eyes. It just seems weird, doesn't it? Like, how is that a thing? Like, yeah, but you know what? You say how's that a thing, right? Like, so I've as I've said millions of times, I've had loads of operations. I've got oil in my eye. I've got sponges and tires in my eye. Why would you put any of that stuff in your eye? I just happily let them do the that. Again, that's a good people, point. You you do kind people, of just think yeah. that doctors know better than you and you just in a way go oh yeah that seems legit white coat mm. syndrome mm. very much thing so what are we taking away from all of this uh dry document look i'm just gonna say it was dry we're taking away that you need to go and get your genetics done yes and... <laughs> <laughs> i mean my takeaway from this chinese is these people are fucking scum when you have a condition which is degenerative, there can be desperation there, maybe because the like the environmental things or, or or the individual aspects of it. I don't have RP, but I do have a degenerative condition, and I am someone who is on the lookout for not necessarily treatments, but I I'm putting my reliance more on technology. So the work's being done on like uh bionic retinas and things like that just get rid of the one that's busted and put a new one in we can rebuild it yes i i am i'm very interested in that side of things i don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime but i am interested in that as a technology because i think like cybernetic medicine is very 
interesting when it comes to to curing a lot of things in an innovative way. But I I think these people are are the worst. They are taking advantage of those who, for whatever reason, are extremely desperate and justifiably so in in those instances. As a quick note, no, nobody in Miami was cured. Some people got worse from this. I, I think these are the worst sort of people. And Selena, as you pointed out, this isn't just for RP. This is in so many areas. I think, unfortunately, until there's some crackdowns in regulations to stop this happening, because it, especially in Miami, the FDA just turned around and said, can't do anything about it. We won't do anything about it. That's crazy. And that's a government organization. The trial is on their fucking websites. They just refused to do anything. And the excuse they gave was, we're understaffed. That's a government department. It's infuriating. And I felt so bad for it. And I, yes, please, it was a little bit dry, but I really did feel for those people who just wanted that glimmer of hope. Not necessarily to cure them, but to stop like getting worse. Um, any any closing thoughts on this? No, I'm very much like T in the fact that every time I go to Moorfields, I ask them about what's been in development is there going to be anything that could potentially benefit me to potentially get my vision back? I'm a lot better than what I used to be when I first lost my vision. I was very much in denial. I've definitely come to terms with it more now, but I still haven't given up on something in the future. Mm. And I don't know why. I don't know if that's stupidity or naivety. For someone who obviously functions pretty well, pretty well. I function as a visually impaired person to get on with life. Why with Why do I even want... Is I don't know. Is it wrong that I want to get back what I had? Should I just, you know, appreciate what I had and just get on with life to what, to what it is now? That's not a very cheery ending. So go on, Cleves. Finish us off. Right. Here's where I'm at. As a man with RP, there's, there's two things I want to address. Firstly, as he put... The people that are taking advantage of people uh, that are desperate ask them. I hate that. But secondly, the people that are desperate should not be desperate, especially with RP. It's degenerative. You should be making the most of the life that you currently have. This is coming from a person that hasn't looked for a cure their entire life because I've just I'm in, in I've written it off pretty much since for a very young age. I've written it off as this will never be cured in my lifetime. So what I have done instead is looked at the best ways to make my life the most normal. And that's what I think other people with RP should be doing. Not looking for a cure, just making the best of their current life. But I think that that's a positive for me that I think other people should also be doing. And um, I guess my final question is, RP, true or false? True. The correct answer is true. R is P. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it either. <laughs> no. Don't don't buy into this. Like I said at the start, there is no cure. What Cleve said, make the most of the life you've got. If you want to look for cures, that's fine. But make sure you're double doing your research and stay away from these people we've mentioned, please. Come to Cleve's. I'll show you a good time. Yeah. Is that, your, <laughs> is that on your dating app? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can we put any positivity on the end of this episode? It yes, we've been... already done it. It's Make the life that you've got mm. the most positive that you possibly can. Don't necessarily always look for cures. Look for the, the best way to make your life as... 
What's the word? Live your best life. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Live your best life. That's what the episode is going to be called. No, our feature of horse. Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us, so if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. You can find us on Twitter at Seesaw Pod, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. And you can also join us at SeesawPodcast.com. Remember to like, rate, review, and share with a friend. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.